This is the 401 Podcast. Join Rhode Island sports journalist and basketball scribe Kevin McNamara with guests from the Ocean State sports scene and beyond. Now, here's your host, Kevin McNamara. Hello and welcome back to the 401 Podcast here on Kevin Mac Sports. I'm your host, Kevin McNamara. Thanks for joining me as usual here on the 401. Well, it's here. It's finally back. After two years of virtually nothing, the Big East Tournament is set to open Wednesday at Madison Square Garden. Two years ago, we actually had some Big East Tournament action on that Wednesday night with the world about to collapse. But it was amazingly shut down, that tournament, after just that one night in the pandemic scare, you know, something we've never seen before. I lingered for one more night in New York City. Not a good move. But uh, certainly we all remember that scene around the sports world. It, it, was, it was an amazing time for sure. Then last year, the tournament was held at Madison Square Garden, but only before a smattering of family and friends. I was there for one night. It was extremely depressing, to be honest with you, not only with the way that the Friars played that night against DePaul, but to see an empty building, obviously it wasn't even close to the same and I felt bad for the players and the coaches, in all honesty. It just wasn't the experience that anyone's looking for. So we're so glad that is behind us, for now anyways. This time, the Big East and all conference tournaments. Best of luck, by the way, to the Bryant Bulldogs Tuesday night in Smithfield against Wagner. I think they have a great chance to win the Northeast Conference Championship. I've got Jared Grasso's guys getting it done. Also, to the Rhodey Rams at the Atlantic 10 Tournament in Washington. I think that tournament is wide open. Maybe not for the Rams, but it's wide open. And then for the ACC, all our friends and listeners here on the podcast who are ACC fans, they're going to be over in Brooklyn, so I'm bound to see those fans in Manhattan for sure. But uh, I think that's wide open, you know, with Duke losing their regular season finale, and congrats to Coach K. I'm sure Coach K will have his team ready to go for the uh, ACC tournament, but I think that tournament's pretty wide open if by chance the Dukies get knocked off. But... In this week's podcast, it's all about the Big East and the Providence Friars. Now, PC coach Ed Cooley is going to join me in just a bit. And uh, thanks in advance to coach for taking some time out. But first, here's a few items. Number one, this is how you enjoy the Big East tournament. Now, I get emails and Twitter messages always asking about the best bars, where to roll at night, how to get tickets. Well, I've been to the last 37 Big East tournaments. I just counted them up. Yes, I'm old. I used to be young, and when my fellow college pals jetted off to Cancun or Fort Lauderdale for spring break, I didn't have that kind of money. No way was I going to be able to do that. And I took the cheap way out. I got on Amtrak for free. I'm from Rhode Island, after all. I, I, I know a guy. And I went to the Big East Tournament in New York. I'll never forget walking into the garden that first year. It was 1985. And I look up to uh, one of those courtside loges in the, I wouldn't say the old garden, but before the garden was redone about 10 years ago. And who do I see in that loge but Dave Gavitt. And who is he sitting with? Red Auerbach. I mean, how cool is that? This is 1985. The Celtics with, you know, Bird, McHale, Parrish, DJ are rolling. I'm a huge Celtics fan, and there's Red scouting the Big East tournament. How cool is that? Anyways, I went from a fan to a long-time sports writer covering the tournament and met so many just wonderful, fascinating people 
over the years, seen so many great games and players and had some amazing nights in New York City uh, with some close friends. It's been a great experience, and I'm looking forward to more memories for sure. Anyways, now, this Big East tournament, the Friars are the number one seed for the first time ever. They'll play a desperate team Thursday at noon, either Xavier or Butler. I think the Musketeers win that game on Wednesday. They swept the Bulldogs, although the last meeting was a two-point game at Sintas Center, just another night in the ultra-competitive Big East. But I would assume that the Musketeers can fight their way past that game. They're going to need it in order to still be alive on the bubble, the NCAA bubble. They're probably the one team that, in my eyes, that goes to the Big East needing some victories. I have Creighton already in that field. Anyways, if the Friars can get past their first game, they'll face the Creighton-Marquette winner. Tough game. Close game. Creighton have been playing very well. Now, I do think the Friars match up better with the Jays than the young, talented Marquette team. You know, on the other side of the bracket, I'm just praying for Villanova and UConn to make their way to Friday's semifinals. That would just be a great sight, a great moment for UConn's return to the league. And I know there will be thousands of Huskies in the stands all week. So get ready. And by the way, the Huskies play late both nights on Thursday night. They play the last game and they'll play the second game on Friday if they're still alive. So those Husky fans, they could be a little, they'll be a little thirsty all day long. That 930 tip on Thursday night, when you get there at noon, that's a long night, long day, a lot of eating, a lot of drinking for sure. So it'll be interesting to see the Huskies for sure. Anyways, enjoy the Big East tournament. If you're going, watch out for scalpers, but you can get tickets on the street. Trust me, I used to run some tickets back in the 80s where the proceeds, they paid for my hotel and my drinks. I can guarantee you that. I think this Big East tournament will own the same crazy demand if the right teams show up on Friday and Saturday nights. And, uh, you know, that tip for the local drinkers, within three blocks of the garden, you can't go wrong. You'll be surrounded by basketball fans. If you want a specific team, you know, location, a lot of schools say this is going to be our bar for the week. Do a little research. You'll figure it out. It'll be fun. Guaranteed. See everybody down there. Don't say hello, okay? I'm kidding. You can say hello if you want. So here's my interview with Ed Cooley. He will be the Big East Coach of the Year. They're going to announce that on Wednesday. Congratulations to Ed for sure. He'll he'll be the first Providence College coach to be the Big East Coach of the Year. Well, pleased to welcome in Providence Head Coach Ed Cooley on the dawn of uh, of a busy march, hopefully a very busy march for the Friars. First of all, Ed, uh, you had a little time off with your team. Uh, give us a little update on where you stand. Well, it's been good. You know, at uh, this time of the year, you need some rest. Got a couple of guys with some bang, you know, some nicks and injuries. Obviously, the one being uh, Al Durham, who's recovering well. But I like our practices. I like the time we've had off, you know, to watch film, to go over, you know, you know go into the basics to get to where you need to get to. Um, you know, uh, game another day off. We'll have three great preparations day as we try to prepare for both Xavier and Butler. Um, so um, we're excited about the opportunity to get to New York. As you know, the Big East tournament is always fun to play. Uh, a little bit more on Al, if you can, Ed. Uh, obviously, it's tournament time, so that's back-to-back. Um, can he be ruled in or out potentially to, if you have to play, you know, th- hopefully three games in a row? I think every time he plays, is going to be a game-time decision the next day. Okay. Yep. yep. I know for sure we're preparing for him to play our first opener against the winner of the Xavier Butler game. Mm-hmm. So I know for sure he'll be ready to go on Thursday. Anytime after that, honestly, it's uh, 
It's all going to depend on how he's feeling. Let's take a break from the 401 podcast and hear from our friends at Haxton's Liquors. Are you planning a March Madness party? Well, you should be. The big games are on the way. Before the big bash, stop by and see my pals at Haxton's Liquors on Bald Hill Road in Warwick. Tim and Bob Haxton are always ready to serve you and have everything you need. All the top wines and spirits, plenty of beer choices, a huge selection of spiked seltzers, and all the mixers. Haxton's is always ready to serve you, so stop in and see the Haxton boys and their great staff. They do an excellent job with air filtration in their giant store, and we're certainly thrilled that they are proud sponsors of Kevin Mack Sports. Xavier Butler, it's amazing you've played, uh, well, I guess it's four overtime periods against those two teams. I, I guess you don't have to say anything to your team about how competitive that first game's going to be. Absolutely. You know, I mean, for that matter, the whole league, we've been like that, too. We've been fortunate to win a lot of close games. Um, so, you know, everybody said, who do you want to play? I want to play the person that's on the schedule. Whomever the winner is, we're going to play. We're going to be excited to play. And our players already know we've played, you know, four very, very close games with them. Hey, Ed, I know the Big East is about to, uh, in the next day or two, release all sorts of awards. Uh, we'll talk about your potential award in a minute. But your players, you're a first-place team. And I think you will have a first-team all-league player, but not multiple ones. I, I I think that speaks to the the team of the Friars this year more than anything else. It's a very unique group. I would say absolutely, to say the least. Um, whether we have a first or second-team guy, I'm, I'm I'm very proud of the development of the group and very proud of their buy-in as the team, the team. Mm-hmm. And we talk about that all the time and the development of the team. You know, uh, Jared Bynum's emergence, A.J. Reeves' emergence, you know, Crosswell has been consistently developing the whole year. Manaya is, you know, getting better. Hawkler's getting better. So I like where we are with respect to, you know, awards or whatever. If, we, if we're fortunate to win an award, great. If not, at the end of the day, we're all about trying to advance and continue to improve. Hey, Ed, Ed, I'm going to dig down on those two things that you just said there, which is really important, I think. With this group, first first of all, team. You, you've been a head coach for I don't know how many years. Sixteen years, fifteen years. Uh, Sixteen years, I've been a head coach. Yeah, and you've gone on and on about how this might be your best team. T E A M. That is a work in progress, a thing that you develop. You can't really can't really put that together in the off season. I'm, I'm sure you always think about it. But why has this group come together like that? Maybe you know. It's funny. We we talked about it. You and I maybe. Uh, two months ago, it, it reminds me a little bit of a few of those Boston College teams where you were an assistant with Coach Skinner that, that might have had a star, might have had Troy, uh, Troy Bell maybe, but everyone else really fit really well. Well, yeah, so that preparation having those teams back then really came into fruition this year with this year's group. And, you know, it's, it's a credit to the staff and, you know, the summer that we had and the time that all the players spent in the gym. Our culture is when these guys get in the gym. Every single day, whether it's with the assistant coach, whether it's with managers, trainers, GAs, you know, during the summertime, um, I think it's really important for our players to be in the gym. And then they just bought into one another. And, you know, let's call, you know, the elephant in the room where, you know, we're an old experienced group. We're a group whose guys wanted to get to the NCAA tournament. You know, we, we have a motto of leave your mark so you leave your legacy. And this group has just totally bought into everything we've been trying to coach but I think a lot of the credit goes to our staff. Our staff has done a phenomenal, phenomenal job with this group. 
Well, that, that was the next question because you're absolutely right. In this day and age where it's a me generation, you know, kids are about me and, and not team first. So to get that buy-in is really hard. That's number one. But I, I think the individual improvement of several players on your team throughout this season and really over the last two years for other guys like, like a Bynum, uh, like, like a Reeves, uh, like an Ed Croswell, and, and then some of the newer guys, that does speak to – I know you're a busy guy, Ed, and you get in the gym a lot, but uh, this is your chance to tip your hat to, uh, to your assistant coaches, which put an awful lot of time in that individual instruction. Absolutely. Jeff Battle, uh, you know, Ivan Thomas, Brian Blaney, you know, LaDante Hinton getting in the gym with our guys, you know, the new rule allowing other, pl- other personnel on your staff while we're on the road recruiting or running the organization. It really is a credit to them. And I think our, our whole tenure here, our player development has been great. My, my hope is Jared Bynum. Really, really hope he's the most improved player as many deserving players in the Big East. You know, when you look at it, Justin Lewis, you know, and how much he's emerged. Uh, but I think Jared Bynum is, is done as much, if not more, than anybody in the league. Even Caught Brenner's really, really improved. So, um, selfishly, that's something that I would be cheering for Jared for hard. But I think a lot of that credit goes to our assistant coaches. as They've done a phenomenal job. And as the head coach, as you know, you get a lot of credit when you win and a lot of criticism when you lose. I mean, a lot of the credit that with this year's group is deservingly going toward our staff. And, Ed, you know, I'll point it out. I don't know if Friar fans remember. If that were to come to pass, I think it might be the fourth most improved player that you've had in your time. I know Kadeem Batts won, um, Kyron Cartwright won, maybe someone else along the line as well. And that, that does speak to, you use the word culture a lot, that really does speak to that player improvement culture. Absolutely, and it's something we pride ourselves on. And all of us coaches in the country, you know, want to get our players better. It's not where you are, it's where you're going and how you're going to get there. And again, Jared, Manaya, Hawkler, Nate, those guys live in the gym. So there's no, you know, every day, Jared, before practice, after practice, getting up shots. Hawkler, I mean, his improvement to me has been overshadowed Mm -hmm. by what these other guys have done. I mean, he's like a glue guy, a big bucket getter, great rebounder. He's really improved, super improved. So it just goes to the team. It goes to the culture of the organization. And this is one of those seasons, like, as a coach and as a leader, you dream about. And hopefully we have a lot more left in our tank. Before we get back to the 401 podcast, I'd like to take a moment to tell everyone about our good friends and great products at Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Many of my friends ordered gifts from Manscaped over the holidays and are so happy that they did right now. Well, now's the time to get the job done here with spring around the corner. And remember, get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the code KMAC. That's K-M-C. Be the ballsiest gift giver ever with Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Hey, last couple ones, basketball for the, for the you know, drill down to basketball heads, uh, the Villanova loss last week, you shot the ball as well as you've shot in a couple of years. I, I think it was 15 three-pointers. The second half, I believe you shot 72% from the three-point line. That can be fool's gold. In the first half, you probably maybe shot a, a few too many three-pointers. And yet the confidence of so many guys shooting the three right now is really at an all-time high. Hawkler, uh, AJ, um, obviously Bynum, uh, Manaya's got much more confidence in his three. Uh, how do you think the three-point shot will be a weapon for the Friars going forward? 
Well, we're going to use it for sure. I mean, it's part of what we do. It's part of what we practice. We want an inside-outside combination, you know, where we penetrate and kick. Our whole philosophy is how many times can we touch the paint? We feel when we touch the paint with a drive and or a post-touch, our efficiency on the offensive end is very, very high. So that's something that we talk about in our development in our offensive schemes. That's something that we talk about, you know, in our development for game planning. So hopefully guys keep their confidence. And once again, I put a lot of credit to the staff as, we, you know, when we're coming up with these game plans. There's something that we talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. And Ed, last one, you know, March has been very good to the Friars over the years. You've had a lot of good Big East tournament runs, not as good in the NCAA tournament. Uh, do you talk to your team about, you know, goals in March or is it, just about that first game on Thursday. You know, it's about the first game on Thursday, but as you know, we've been, you know, I've known you for 20 something years. I'm always going to be honest with them with the big pitch. We're going to deal with the present. This is where we're at. This is what I am, but where are we trying to go? Where are we trying to go? So we talk about that a lot. Talk about dreaming big. Talk about preparing ourselves emotionally and mentally for the moment. Don't be surprised when we're in the moment because we're earning and deserving everything. Keep, keep driving, keep driving, keep dreaming big. All right, Ed, last one. Are you having fun? It's a good question. I, I'm a live-in-the-moment <laughs> guy. This is a fun group. I'm relieved when the games are over. I think when the season's over, I'll look back at it and probably relish it a little bit more. As you know, am I having fun? Yes. Yet at the same time, I'm always excited. I would say more excited than fun. Fun is at the end of the season. It's a grind. I understand. It's a grind. Well, best of luck, and obviously, I always appreciate you joining me. Thanks very much, Ed. Appreciate you, Kevin. Well, thank you to Coach Ed Cooley. You know, who knows what March will bring at the Big East and NCAA tournaments for the Friars, but, you know, Cooley and his team, they've already given Friar fans one of the greatest seasons in PC's long history. The most Big East wins ever, the most regular season wins in 45 years. Well, now it's time to see if the dream season keeps rolling here in March. And remember, the Friars have won one NCAA tournament game since 1997. That's 25 years. So it's time. I do think it's time for the Friars. And that is it for this week's 401 podcast. Here's good luck to all the teams in our area and your favorite teams from around the country. It's the best time of the year for us college basketball wackos. So certainly enjoy. And please pass along this podcast to your pals wherever they may be. Subscribe to our website at KevinMaxSports.com. It's a great deal. There's some top-notch college basketball content on the site at all times and no one gets complete coverage online of the Friars faster than KevinMaxSports.com. Thanks as always to producer extraordinaire Kevin Collins. He's going to be with the BC Eagles in Brooklyn so hopefully he can have a little bit of a New York run as well and you can chase down more of my interviews at KevinMaxSports.com and on WPRO Radio in Providence where I host the Kevin Mack Sports Hour, 6 to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday. If you're not local, and, you know, WPRO, 99.7 FM, 6.30 a.m., the signals are very strong. Go deep into Massachusetts and Connecticut, but also really easy to download the WPRO app on your smartphone. Also, please follow me on Twitter at KevinMcNamara33 for all the latest updates. Thanks also to our friends at Haxton's Liquors and Manscaped for their support. And the 401 Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Buzzsprout. Subscribe on whatever platform you enjoy most. Shoot us a like, please, and look for the next edition, well, certainly again here in March, of the 401 Podcast with Kevin McNamara.
Thanks for listening to the 401 Podcast with Kevin McNamara. Get the 411 on the sports scene in the 401 by subscribing to the 401 Podcast from KevinMacSports.com.